0: towards you. We worship you this morning that it is our desire to be like you. We have no other plan, no other purpose, but to be like Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege to serve in your house. We thank you, Lord, for your selflessness. We thank you, Father, for the blood that speaks for us. We are grateful, Father, to be in your presence in Jesus' name. And the church said, Please do take your seat. Can we give it up for it to the Lord as we take our seats? May God bless you. We are teaching on Pentecost. Can you say Pentecost? Pentecost is the, the coming of the Holy Spirit on earth to start the church. Jesus died on the cross. And from there, we see the transforming power of God. And Jesus in the book of Acts chapter 1 he says to the disciples, verse 5 stay in Jerusalem and he says John baptized you with water but I will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. May you be baptized with the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. So what is Pentecost? Pentecost simply means 50. It means Jubilee. Pentecost Speaks about a release, a restitution, and a provision that God is giving to us. When we look into it in the book of Exodus, chapter 3, uh, 23, it talks about uh, the feasts. There were three feasts in Israel the feast of harvest, and we see the feast of weeks and the feast of first fruits. And all of these are fulfilled in Christ from the time of his crucifixion the time of the, as we, we celebrate today, the 50th day after Christ was crucified. After Christ uh, rose from the dead, we count it and this is why we have the Pentecost. We, we look at it, what is Pentecost? What is his purpose? To celebrate the first fruit of the of the harvest, the celebration of giving of the Ten Commandments. It was 50 days after Israel has left Egypt when God spoke to Moses and gave him the laws, the Ten Commandments. So it's a celebration of the Torah, the beginning of the writing of the scriptures that were formal, not only oratory, where people were told about God, but they were starting to experience him as Moses started to write about him. So Pentecost to us as as the Christian church, to us Pentecost is very important because it initiates the beginning of the harvest of souls of men and it cements the purpose and the mission of the church. So when you talk about Pentecost, we talk about the beginning and the birth of the Christian church. In the book of Philippians 23, you see this. It talks about the Passover, the picture of the death of Christ, Christ dies on the cross. You see Christ being buried. You see Christ resurrecting from the dead, which is the sign of the first fruit. Christ becomes the first fruit of all living things. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20. But Christ has been uh, has indeed been raised from the dead. The first fruit of those who have, who have fallen asleep. The, the, we see here the, the feast of harvest. When, when the Holy Spirit came, there was a tremendous outpouring and a passion for souls, for the restoration of men back to God. Jesus, no longer in one place, but by the presence of the Holy Spirit, Jesus everywhere. And the Bible says, Jesus spoke to them. He says, when he, the Holy Spirit, has come, you will bear witness of me. You will, you will preach the gospel. He says, you will cast demons. Greater things than this you will do. Because of the Holy Spirit. May you receive the Holy Spirit this morning. In the name of Jesus. In the evening we are going to try. To do the infilling of the Holy Spirit. In our Akira campus. Our time is too small. So we don't have as much time. As we want to do the many things. That uh, we want to do. Matthew chapter 9. Verse 38. When we celebrate. The The Pentecost. Traditionally, people were given seeds, were given bread, wheat bread, to prove. It's, when you talk about first fruit, is the belief or having faith that God is going to bring a great harvest that comes our way. And the example I could give is to say, believe the scriptures. Can you tell your neighbor, believe the scriptures? You see, there are a lot of things that the Bible speaks of, but it might not make a lot of sense to you. I quoted earlier the book of Acts chapter 15, and uh, we were looking at the four things that the apostles came and agreed that these things the New Testament church must not do. Number one, uh, the things that we are doing is that we will not worship idols. No worship of idols. Number two, we will not eat the food offered to idols. All these celebrations are not and whatever. We will not eat the food because there is a curse in it. Number three, we will not eat animals strangled, meat from animals that are strangled. And then fourthly, uh, the the issue of blood, that we will not eat food, we will not eat blood as it is our culture and tradition here. And uh, lastly, we talk about sexual immorality. You remember sexual immorality. In the church, that's the fight that the church is going through. We are struggling. These are four things that are simple, but yet so difficult that people will still continue to participate and they say it's their freedom freedom of association. Spirits are transferable. Can you show your neighbor spirits are transferable? One, through worship. When you attend other worship, I see politicians, they are very plural. They'll go to all the churches, all the mosques, all the temples, and everything else. It's not surprising they are confused because they are chameleons. They have no character. They have lost their moral. Uh, there's nothing wrong to say, "I'm a Christian. I cannot come." Back. I'll pray for you. And to mention them, but immediately you start to appear like you are a person for all people, you lose the character of the person. Matter to fact. So the Bible gives us a very clear picture that these things we are not supposed to do. Sexual immorality is an enemy. False worship is an enemy. Food sacrifice to idols is an enemy. Food with blood is an enemy. All these things embody in themselves a curse. I remember the first sacrifice that was made after I got born again. It was one of the most difficult times of my life. Because we're having an Inyanga once a year, or sometimes we'll have an Inyanga and a prophet, you know, the the water prophets that will come in the house, and then slaughter chickens and things like that. And I remember I said to my father, I said I spoke to my mother, my mother says, it's not my space, it's not, you'll have to go and talk to your father. And I went to my dad and I told him, I'm born again, I love Jesus. And he told me, we have always been Christians. And we have been doing these things as part of our practice. So I continued to ask him. I don't want to participate in these things. Because the scripture teaches me I must honor God and him alone. And I think a day or so before, it just a and is fine. You don't need to be there. I said, thank you. I, I stayed until I saw this old woman with his assistants arrive.
1: When they entered the
0: gate, I left. And then later at night, around nine or so, later, very late at night, I came back home. And when I came back home, I thought there would be a smell of food and whatever. And I was asking them, what happened? They said, no, they carried those dead chickens. Them. Let them take them. But that was my first day of emancipation, of declaring my faith. A friend of mine tried to do exactly what I did. He did it before, before I did it. His father chased him out of disowned him and told him, you are not my son. Yeah. It's a true story. The only time they reconciled, it was many years, maybe about 25, 30 years after. Many years after, the father is then that his heart softened because certain things have happened in his life and he realized it's not God Almighty. it's just a human. You get it? Sexual immorality is the enemy of the most of us here are sexually. Abused. Let me tell your neighbor. Fornication is sin. We always tell people when, when you commit fornication, you are stealing from yourself. But most people don't make sense of it. That's why marriages are unable to stay. Because. There are a few places of transference of spirits. And all of the four places they are talking about is true. One, worship. When you go and attend meetings at work, people will say, oh, it's Diwali. People come with cakes. Put your hey, It's very nice. Can I have some more? People, and they are fast. They come with food at work. It's like you don't have money to buy. You are the one. Try and bring your food. Let's see if they will eat. Bring your food. Let's see. You can try it. Bake your biscuits. I said, bake your biscuits and say yesterday I thought about you, Sister Mina. I brought some biscuits. Some of your, you color-coated people. The rest are going to look at you and say, demons. We don't. want. No, they will not tell you that. Part of transference is food. This is why the Bible says, you don't participate in false worship. Number two, you, you don't attend to where they worship falsely. They don't eat the food they eat. That's what the Bible says. Because it's transference of spirits. You don't eat blood. Why? Because there's transference of spirits. Sexually, every time you sleep with somebody, some of you are married to so many people. Every time you sleep with somebody, there is exchange of blood. That's why marriage is a covenant of blood. You can only come out of marriage by death. The vow you make, what does it he say? Help me, somebody. What does the vow say? What does the vow say? How many people keep it? Marriage is a blood covenant. When you divorce, that's why we are supposed to take. our That's why the Bible says, even if you divorce, you're still not divorced. You can't marry sister. You can't marry brother. Because the day you marry, the Bible says you are in adultery. It's not me. I didn't write the Bible. Don't look at me with that face. If I wrote it, I will change it. But I didn't write it. It doesn't make it right. I know you are going to fall in love again. You are dumping the one that you have because you think think somebody else will make you happy. Those who break the covenant, I can tell you, most people who divorce, they can't stay in any relationship. You can go and check them. Check. There yeah, are people who are divorced. They divorce the first wife or the first husband. They will dis- they divorce the second one. I've got friends. I've got three. I think there are more, but I've got three. Tell you their names. One, I think, should be number five. The other one should be on number four. They Just marry and divorce. It's easy. It's like a pair of socks or underwear. You know, you, you can't dress it for too long. You know, there are certain things, even if you like it, you have to take it off. Because uh, you can't keep it; it manifests very quickly. I'm asking you somebody. Sexual immorality is the enemy of the church. We are teaching about Pentecost. Can you tell anybody Pentecost? Can you say Pentecost? Pentecost is the coming of the Holy Spirit, touching our life, transforming. It's heaven coming down on earth. God wanting to transform. Our spiritual DNA so that the taste we have is the taste of heaven. The same experience that Adam had in the, in, the, in, in the Garden of Eden is the same experience that God wants you to have. Now you have to understand that when the Holy Spirit was brought on earth, we were being empowered and enabled to do the supernatural. The church doesn't exist for itself. You cannot be born again for yourself. Pentecost is a story and our beginning. The life and the spirit of the church, the arrival and initiation of, and the inception of the church is the birth of the church. When you have the spirit, when you have the true Holy Spirit, not this, sometimes people will go shabara shabara shabara. There's nothing, no passion, no fire, nothing. It's just a head exercise. Somebody says it's gibberish. I think some of you have got gibberish spirit. But it doesn't affect your heart. Oh, I'm full of the Spirit, but you indulge in all evil. I mean, you can't even do anything for the church. The church, we are taking Jesus Christ. He is the head, we are the body. Think about it this way. If your heart was to talk to you now, sister, sister, brother, brother, I'm tired of pumping. I decide to leave your, your body want to go to Brother Sorenso's heart. You know, that's how people treat the church. I'm leaving your heart. I'm leaving your body. Me as the heart. I'm going. I like Sister Sorenso. I'm going. We better be two hearts in that body, but I'm going. Will you allow your heart to leave? Eh? Okay, let's say your eyes. Your eyes decide. I've been seeing too long. I want to change. I want to be bombs. I want to sit down. How long do you think your eyes You can sit on them? How long? The day of, of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit has come to realign each and every one of us to come into, into alignment to do the will of God. Um, The Holy Spirit empowers us to do ministry. If you are not doing ministry, what is ministry? It's doing the work of Jesus. Doing what Jesus did is killing the vision and the passion you have that has got nothing to do with the church. There is a culture and a tradition that has come into the church of self, selfishness, me, myself, and I. As long as I'm happy and in the church they preach only to me and they tell me I'll be rich, I'm happy. That's not what Jesus died for. That is a byproduct. I said that is a byproduct. You see, when you are married and you have a wife, we don't pray for children. Did you hear what I said? If you are married and the two of you are normal, You'll be fruitful. It's saw something we don't have to work. How many children did your grandmother have before contraceptives arrived? I can tell you about my family. Other people died, three still born, whatever. But the true children that grew up to be big people—they were eight, apart from those who passed on. You but fruitfulness is natural. That is why we work very hard to make sure that we are not fruitful. We have to swallow some tablets, take some injection, to make sure that we become. It's like these seedless, seedless fruits. When you eat them, you must remember. That's what Satan wants you to be. You look like a full grape, but you can't multiply yourself. You are an orange, but you have no seeds. Have you eaten fruit without seeds in them? They are artificial. They are artificial. They can't produce after themselves. When the Holy Spirit came, God wanted the DNA of heaven to be in you. The church, number three, the church is sent out to reach out to preach the Great Commission. The Holy Spirit is set in motion to, to In motion, the great commission and the witness and the testimony of the world, to be a testimony to the world. Acts chapter 1, verse 8 it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria. Most of us, we have no spirit in us. Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, was to infuse energy and revival. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, Pentecost came, the Holy Spirit came. Today we are celebrating Pentecost, if you didn't know. This is why we are teaching on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came to empower us to do supernatural things. One is to be able to have power over your sexuality. Over what? All of us have got feelings. I tell your neighbor, I have feelings here. I have supernatural power to subdue them. Can you imagine if you were to go with your feelings, where would you be today? Every girl you see, you say, hey, girl. Eh? You feel like stealing somebody. I left my wallet today. As they are dancing, holy spirit. As Jesus Cell phones disappear in church. No. They are not being stolen by a stranger. No. This is an old thief. Offerings in the church get stolen. Even in our church. I've been in those cases many times. Can you ask your neighbor? What spirit do? You know very well that somebody's married, but you are going, you are looking at brother Boo, And brother Spoo goes like? Can you ask your neighbor what spirit do you have? Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one accord. In one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like of fire, and it set upon each of them, verse 4, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them May you receive utterance in the name of Jesus. Few things about the Holy Spirit. One, the Holy Spirit came to birth the church, which is the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ is revealed. Christ is the center and the main point and the attention. Jesus said, when he, the Holy Spirit has come, he will speak about me. He will make me known. He will not speak of himself if you are full of the Holy Spirit and you are truly a Christian, what will bubble out of your mouth is the testimony that you have of Jesus. Number two. I'm going to move because of time. Let me give you the scriptures. Uh, We say the Holy Spirit is the DNA of God. It's, It's a common life of the church. It's the distinguishing fact in the life of the true church and Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 21, it, say, it tells us, it says, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Can you tell your neighbor, stay in the spirit, and you will have a prosperous life. Listen, the Bible says contentment. The reason why people are not happy is because, you know, before, before these weeks, before this what do you call them? Extensions. What do you call them? This, say uh, our wives are put together. Huh? You call them what? Weaves. Or wicks. Or <laughs> both. Listen, before these before things arrived, you were happy. You were just happy. Everything was going well. You would stretch your hair, put on, on, on dye, you call me this much, do as many braid, mapondo, and all of those things. You're a happy person, isn't it? Then one day you came to church, or you went to work, you went to a wedding, and somebody dressed with these weaves, and you became dissatisfied. From that day. Going to save money. I'm going to make myself a hair. The more people start to have hair, most people started to fight with their husband. I want hair. <laughs> I want what? Ask them, where is your hair? I want, I want what? Hair. People were happy all along. We were putting on our skins. Listen, it's we are in Africa. You see how I'm dressed. When you take a jacket off, some people get offended. Listen, I'm sweating. I always put the vest inside because it's wet. But for your sake, if I came dressed like children and with my t-shirt, you will not hear me. But if uh, my Caucasian brother was to come here with the jean and whatever, you'll listen to me. In our day, when we grew up, women were not allowed to put on pants but we always had white sisters who were coming, preaching, putting on their pens. You believe me, I am. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, he preached so powerfully. And I said, I was putting on pens, and you are not offended. Tell your neighbor, what spirit have you received? Number two, the true sign, when you talk about Pentecost, Pentecost, the true sign and witness of Pentecost is salvation. If we don't testify, if we don't share the gospel to others, we doubt our salvation. What kind of a spirit did we receive? Acts chapter 1 verse 5, Jesus said to them, John baptized with water, but in a few days time you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, says, when the Spirit has come upon you, you will be witnesses to me here in Jerusalem. And this is the truth, that without the witness, we doubt the Spirit you have. Without what? Without the spirit. Did you know? Fruitfulness is natural. All the women who are married who don't have children. They will cry. They want to conceive. In the beginning, most women will say, oh, first year, second year, I just want to be with my husband, enjoy ourselves. These things are strong. After you put injections and whatever, then you stop with the hope to be fruitful, isn't it? You stop. Third year, fourth year, fifth year, no child. The woman will despair. Will go everywhere for prayers. Will do everything because you are expecting that this is natural. I'm talking somebody. But did you know the day you give birth, the, the day the woman gave to one, the first child. The woman goes to the mother-in-law with the baby. Hey, hey. I can give birth as well. No, it's true. The first person you want to show your child is your mother-in-law. Because the first day you you the day you get married, I saw mom bogus. Where is she? Oh, she's with the baby. She's in the mother's room. The day of testimony, I was there at the wedding. When we finished, the parents spoke. And the Mama Zala like, didn't speak too many words. He says, grandchildren, please. Can you imagine the pressure? The Holy Spirit is saying, Children, can you tell anybody? The Holy Spirit is saying what? Do you have a disciple? Do you take care? Are you testifying? Are you sharing? Do you have the, the spirits, the, the the attitude of the Holy Spirit? testify because the spirit of Christ is the spirit of testimony. The spirit of Christ is the spirit of testimony. Christ came to speak about the Father. He left us here to give testimony of the Father. To win souls. To make disciples. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, you have been in church for too long. Who have you brought who is with you? The Bible teaches us about the spirit of the, spirit of, the, the spirit of Pentecost. They were all together in one place. Unity of calling and purpose. Mission, commission uh, uh, was declared with fire. Acts chapter 2 verse 1. It says when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. One accord is not only to be together like this, but it's like they were infused with the same purpose and mission. In the church here, everybody, most people have a dream to be to be white. After I got married, my mother is almost white. Not white. My teachers are European. Some of them. When I married my wife, I was reminded when I married my wife, I don't want to have any, any extension on My mother is the only one who had the hair like that. do I just got, uh, recently, when I started to see most of my members, I said to my wife, I said, I've changed. I've done what? My mother was white. White, 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 white. Some people who call themselves white, were not white, but she never called themselves white. Watch somebody. Might took it to somebody. Tell your neighbor, kill the vision to try and be white. Or maybe let's change it so that we don't offend people. Kill the vision to try and be European. You get it? you get it? I don't know if you get it. Maybe you'll get it after many days. You know, some statements we make them in the church. We have to preach them again and again and again. The issue of houses, I have to preach it again and again and again for you to understand that you don't need a big house to be rich. One room is enough. I mean, why should you buy a 10-bedroom house while it is only you and one child? Why are you paying for all this? Who's deceived? You are paying this big load. When you come to church, you are unhappy because you can't give. Because all your resources, you can't have things that will, I was saying to somebody, learn to be happy. You are married. Be happy. You are married. I say, you are married. Forget about anyone loving you, having another husband. You have a husband. You have made your decision. You are married. Be happy with this man. And do everything within you. To be happy. I don't know if you get it. I made the decision 27, 26 years, 28 years ago. I married, listen, you can come here, whatever. That decision, I made it many years ago. I'm going to be happy with my wife. And my mipia and Alona, you get it? The food. The, the big the big candles, whatever. I paid for it. Yeah. So I made the decision to be happy. You can't make me happy. There's no other person who can make me happy. My wife can't make me happy. I've already made the decision. I'm happy with myself. Still the idea. Must kill the idea. Maybe I'll get my my donkey skin drum and come with it to church. You'll see, worship will change. (laughs) You will see. You'll be shocked. Most people have not discovered who they are. You are too artificial. I said you are too artificial. The Holy Spirit is the genuine part of God. If we allow him to work in us, you will be shocked what God can do through your life. You will be shocked what will manifest. If we allow God to work in us and we surrender ourselves to him, there is much more that will come out of us. The unfortunate part about the church and about our generation, we hear, but we don't hear very well. We don't respond to rebuke. If I rebuke somebody here, they become angry. I was telling her, I said, I make an example about you. I don't expect you to be angry. They all about you, and you pick up your nose. Say, "Hey, what kind of a child are you?" I've been picked on. I've got so many names. If I was to tell you my name, you'll start crying. I didn't look like anybody at school. My hair was slightly different from everybody else. I'm being honest with you. The teachers themselves were calling me names. Going to school was stressful. And then I was bullied. You have never been bullied. You don't know what I'm talking about. I was bullied every week until I became a bully myself. <laughs> you don't know. No, You don't know. You don't know what we are talking about. Grow in our environment where apartheid was alive. They make you to feel you don't fit. You are not part of it you don't feel you don't fit anywhere. You don't fit anywhere. You are never received by any anybody. You are every time people don't call you by name, they call you by your attributes. And not in a nice way. You I grew up with freakers, you know, freakers. If you look closely, I still have them. Maybe because I'm growing older, they don't show. They will mock me. Dirty. <laughs> Go and wash. How can I remove these things? In a day, how many times do you think I'll wash? No, you don't know. Okay. Can you tell your neighbor we have the Holy Spirit, we have the supernatural power, we have the enablement of God. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the mark of God's presence. And the seal of eternal relationship with God. Acts chapter 2 verse 4 says, and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. They were filled. They were overflowing. They were revived. They were made alive. They were marinated. You know some people, they will say they are marinated. They don't know how to marinate. When something is marinated, it changes its You are being influenced. The same with us. The nature of the Holy Spirit is the nature of God. So when the Holy Spirit came, he changed how we look at life. That's what I was saying. Don't undermine the verse you read. There is so much power if you were to believe in it. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says, I say, walk in the Spirit and you will, not, you'll, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in you. The things will happen around you you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Galatians 5.18, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. If you are led by the Spirit, you are not what? You are not under the law. Galatians 5.22-23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such. No, most of us have no self-control. We are Most people here are indebted. Odd. loans no self-control how I'm many you self-control doesn't exist self-control doesn't exist but all have mercy five things we can only minister fully through the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit can I my, my the couples that I called, that way, not here. Where's CBC? I saw him earlier. CBC, where's your wife? May, may CBC, can you come? come Let's pray for you, Mrs. CBC and Mr. CBC. Where's Willie? Where's your wife? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to pray for you. What are we praying? Okay, let me read first. And that money, can you help? Okay, few things. Then we close. We can only, we can only minister fully through the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit. Some of you, God has privileged you. If I remember, you are a lawyer by profession. Medical doctor. Engineer. What kind of engineer? Civil. Scientist. Serious. Doctor. Scientist. Your wife. Your self-sister. I want you to listen to this. We can only minister fully through the powerful and the influence of the Holy Spirit. Number two, without the Holy Spirit we are weak, ineffective. The Holy Spirit empowers us to do the work of ministry. It is not by might nor by power but it is by the Spirit. All these are verses. I'm not quoting the verses but all of these are verses. Number three, the Holy Spirit is the breath of God. Without him, you have no life, nor will you be able to face the challenges of this world. The Spirit gives life. Number four, the Holy Spirit is the anointing that teaches us all things. The Spirit will teach you all things. I hope you're listening. Get the tip. It's free in essence on Number five, the Holy Spirit is the one who revives, fires up our giftings and our speech. We are not on fire by ourselves. Usually when I look at Sibapu, Sibapu has this quietness. I used to be like him. Everybody used to say, I'm a sweet Konyama. Until the Holy Spirit arrived. I'm always shy until I take the mic and preach. So don't don't look don't look at yourself and say, no, I can't do this. The work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the greatest missionary. We have come and uh, and he has come to send many. So Pentecost is sending, is the sending power of God. Church, can we stand? Pentecost is the sending power of God. Can you tell your neighbor, Pentecost is the sending power of God. In other words, the Holy Spirit came as a missionary to release missionaries. So it's Pentecost. today. We are praying that the Holy Spirit will come into you. That you will be beside yourself. Most of the time people say, oh, you can say that. I say, don't associate what I say on the phone." There are a lot of things I say I never wrote. If You take my notes and you check what I wrote. It has got nothing to say to do with what I said. It's the Holy Spirit who has given us. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will, you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in our case, Victoria. In Judea, I don't know why, where is Judea. Judea, other part of Victoria, uh, you can look at suburbs. And those are our suburbs. I Don't know which suburb you like. Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the world, and the Lord have mercy. The call of all believers came through Pentecost. Can you tell your neighbor? I'm called. The Bible says in the book of Matthew 22, verse 14, many are called. Can you put it there? Many are called. Can you put it there? Matthew 22, verse 14. Oh, there's nobody there. Many are called. Can you tell your neighbor? Many are called. You are part of the many. Many are called. So no, here we see the power of God upon your life came through Pentecost. The ability for us to do is not because I've gone to school. I became a pastor before I went to school. I became a preacher before I, went to school. I gave. I preached salvation before I went to school. I prayed for people to be healed before. I went to school, I went to school for your sake, so that when you arrive and you are asking questions, people will ask, No, he has gone to school? He has done Christian counseling." Because that's what people. But that's not what makes me a pastor. I was a pastor for those things. And I think I was more powerful before. You know, knowledge sometimes, sometimes. takes away the joy of life, it makes you to think you are more important. There are certain things you need to say, but the Lord have mercy. Pentecost is the supernatural power behind the Great Commission. Acts chapter 1, verse 8 says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. So that's great commission. The the Holy, the Holy Pentecost releases the fivefold ministry, the gifts of the church. And the the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8, says, this is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captive and gave gifts to people. Verse 11 to 13, so Christ himself gave, The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers, to equip these people for the work of service. So that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach all unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole uh, measure of the fullness of Christ. I'm going to pray for you. I'm praying this month. That you will respond to God. You'll do what? Abandon your vision. I was saying, abandon, trying to be white. I've stopped trying to be white. I don't have to have a church like that. That is not my Jesus said, the ones who gave me, I lost none except one. But the church of Jesus was not the crowd. I have a crowd, but the church of Jesus was not the crowd. His identity was not in the crowd, but was in the effectiveness of the commission that was given to him. God has privileged you. You are some of the most privileged people in this church. When I was preparing this yesterday, the Lord showed me. Volcanoes with ice on top. I've heard people say, Oh, sorry, so it's so gentle, it's nice. I say, What kind of the Holy Spirit do we have? The Holy Spirit is not gentle. When you read the Bible says, can we go to Acts chapter 1, chapter 2, from verse 1. It says, they came, it says on the when Pentecost was fully come, verse 2. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house with the way. If we go down, verse 6, verse 7, verse 8, it says all the people around came to see what has happened. It was like nothing was destroyed, but everybody felt it. Your presence, the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Um, This is my prayer that you abandon the vision that you have. From now on, abandon the vision. Building the biggest house, in the biggest car. The vision should be, Lord, give me your vision. As a young boy, 27, 28, I was counting the house. I realized I'm i have just crossed the. God says, no. I did the vision. I'm going to pray that your desire for money. Is. I'm going to pray that your profession changes. Anyway, it's not your choice. You don't have to believe it. I believe it. We stretch our hands can you lift hands? can we stretch our hands to us now? father in the name of Jesus we pray this morning for this your people lord you have a purpose an intent a desire for them that lord all men may come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ I pray for them that lord they are some of the most privileged highly blessed people that are in our company that father you have endowed them with gifts and talents you have endowed them, Father, with great abilities to move the work of Jesus Christ forward. I pray your wishes says, unless a candle of wheat falls down and dies, it remains by the single I pray, Father, that whatever dream they have had, may it die in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray that the desire for money, the desire to be great, Lord, may it die. May they have just one desire to love you, to serve you, to serve our people, to serve our community. But I pray, may their life, may they willingly, Jesus said, my life I lay down. But I pray that the same grace will come upon them. I commit them to them, to you. I commit their families to you. I pray for the power of your Holy Spirit upon their life. May you do a new thing in their life. May they experience the reviving power of Pentecost. That when the Holy Spirit came, the disciples They could no longer keep quiet. They demonstrated the power of God. The church was unsettled. The religious became unsettled. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, for the same grace, the same power, the manifestation of God upon their life. That, Lord, they will not fail, but they will fulfill the mission. I pray in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, may you meet all their needs, but may money not be their desire. They do not be driven by prophets. I pray, Father, turn their hearts towards you. Transform them and renew them. I commit them, Father, to you. As prayer was made for us, I make prayer for them. Lord, as they have many plans, I pray that, Father, there is only one plan. You said when the Holy Spirit has come, you will be my witnesses. Father, I pray, may this desire grow in them. May the doubt they have, may it die. I come against the spirit of fear, in the name of Jesus. I break it, and render it useless, in the name of Jesus. I pray your blessing, O oh Father, for your Word teaches us that when we serve you, you will meet all of our needs. I pray, Father, that as they serve you, Father, may they see you meeting all their needs. I pray today, in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you, blessed channel. May the Lord give you peace, in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give a powerful club offering as they take their seats? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Amen. All of us are called. I never say sit down. Listen. All of us are called to do something for God. It's a tragedy to live just to pay a bond. Loan. Some of the people have been working for 10, 15 years. The only thing that they are doing is to pay loans. Loan for the house, loan for the car. You can't do any other thing except those things. You have not started to live. I said you have not started to live. You'll be shocked that you have wasted your energy. It's not the spirit of Christ. The spirit of Christ is selflessness. May the same spirit come upon your life. May the spirit of Pentecost come upon you. You see, Peter, who was timid, when the Holy Spirit came upon him, he changed. He did what? Coming to church, we come to be empowered. When you go out through that door, it's a mission. Everybody must know the grace of God through your life. The testimony. We are not saying preach. We are saying tell witness. What is it that Jesus did? Don't tell people about, don't even quote the verse. The blind man was asked, do you believe Jesus is a prophet? Do you believe Jesus is the son of God? He said to them, me, I don't know. Me, I don't know. One thing I know, I was blind. Now I see. They could not dispute it. He was blind. for He was born blind. You, God has had it not been for the salvation of Jesus, some of us will be dead, we will not be alive today. I'm, de- I'm fully convinced, me, I'm fully convinced, all my family members are dead. All those who were born with me, all those who gave birth to me are dead. We- I buried them, all of them. And I think about it and I say, I think I was part of the package. Why not receive Jesus? Let me not say, have I not? They not, say, I not? Because they-, they have received Jesus. Have I not said I had robbers who came to my house with guns. And after I came out of it, the only thing that came is that papers kept you. When I was talking to them, I spoke English. I, yes, I spoke vernacular because they were people of color. But I thought these people from Magnolia. They spoke a language that is not sort of. I realized hey, this is, a, this is a heist. This is a heist. We had powerful cameras than this. Big ones, they took And the only thing that remained was purpose. You see, if you don't serve the Lord, you will still live no joy. You can eat your money, but you will never have it. I don't know really you understand. Did I tell you a story of a man who divorced a wife? And later desired his old wife. He was telling a pastor friend of mine. I wish I could have my wife again today. merit. it You will desire. When you are old, you will come and tell me, Pastor, I want to say I want, I want to do something for God. No, you can do something for God that you need. You can live one. Listen, because of my life, there is about ten services that are going. If I wanted to do streaming, I could do streaming. All those people who are gathering, they are gathering because of my life. Have I not been born again? Have I not responded to Jesus? Have I not taken my position seriously? You will not be here. You might not regard me, but you might not be here. There are people today who are preaching somewhere in the world because I preach to them. I preach to them. They are ministers. They are. Pa- they might deny it. I was saying to somebody, I have a seat. And my seat is an enduring seat. Somebody gave it to me. Okay, let me close with this story. We are already late. Somebody was giving a cocoa seat. You know cocoa? Where we get the cocoa, bean. the cocoa bean. Where we get the coffee, all this chocolate and whatever. I'm told. It's a story I heard when I was in town. Somebody was in Europe. Somewhere. Somebody took the seed, few handfuls, and said to them, I'm giving you this seed. In this seed, there is roads, there is cities, there is everything. If you plant this seed, your nation will become great. All your needs will be there. Go to Ghana. Before they discovered oil now, coco bean, it's been their mainstay. Imagine, the person who has given the city. he decided, who will be born? This man is man. Have I not responded to Jesus, some of you will not be born again. possibly you will be dead by now. Imagine my life. It will be miserable. You. If you respond to God, you will be shocked what God did. I'm not promising you heaven. I'm not promising you you will have money. That's not X. Jesus didn't come here for money. To die. So if you are going to be a pastor, you are going to die. People are going to drive nice cars. There's a possibility you will not see one. People might stay in mansions. You might not stay in a mansion. We are called thieves by those who don't preach the gospel. If I'm dressed like this and they are envious of my suit, they say I hate it. I bought this suit. This one I bought it for myself. Except the shoes, of you lift up your hands. I want you to pray for yourself. That, Lord, change my attitude. Change my heart. Th- some of us are struggling. Some of us are struggling. Next service, Bogazi and his wife. Yourself. There are people that God has called, but listen, they are difficult. They reason. They argue. They don't argue loud, they argue inside their hearts. As good as coming to church, just give me my mind. Who said God needs your tithes, needs your money. He needs you. Because out of you, he will do more. Praise the Lord. Okay, I want you to pray for yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for each and every man, woman, and child standing here. I pray, Father, that you will touch their life. That Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came as a missionary spirit to come to make Jesus known. To convict the church of sin and unrighteousness. To set us free. To serve faithfully, you said greater things than this, you shall do. Father, we pray, your says we shall lay hands upon the sick; they shall recover. Father, I pray that the gifting and the power of God may come upon this, your people. That their unfaithfulness, may it be turned to faithfulness. Their unloving attitude towards you may be turned, Father, to loving you by giving their life and sacrificing their life for you. I thank you, Father, for them in Jesus' name. And everybody said,